Welcome to Forging the Body of the Witch, a podcast about sorcery, magic, manifestation, and all those things that we use to make our lives better. I'm your host, Chris Dambala. Now let's get started. G'day and Happy New Year, uh, 2024. Um, sorry, I haven't posted for a while. I uh, haven't produced any content in it, uh, probably about a month, I think it is. Um, so apologies for that. I've tried to be, a, I've been a little bit offline, uh, just working on my own stuff and trying to, uh, I've, I've been deep in a, a few little experiments that I sort of wanted to keep clear of what other people were saying um, so I could get it clear in my own head and work the bugs out of it. Um and also just to not be influenced by other people. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit in a second. was in Sydney for a while, just travelling around with my family. Um, my partner had some business stuff up there. Um, kids, yeah, nice place. Um, I still prefer, prefer a bit further down south. Uh, if you're in Australia, you might know. Um, yeah, got all the Christmas stuff done and the New Year's and I try and avoid posting things around this time of year largely because it just gets washed away and diluted in everyone posting all that stuff about New Year's resolutions and tents and goals and I feel like a lot of the stuff that comes out just tends to be totally arbitrary and I only like to say things if I feel like I've actually got something to say. Um, and I do have something to say, really, because it's kind of influenced by some of the things that I've been seeing in the magical space, um, with which ties into the what sort of goals and intents you should set at this time of year. And it got me thinking about um, being more ambitious, um, because I see a lot of uh, just a lack, <laughs> absolute lack of ambition and if if you're following some people I, I don't want to I don't want to like name names because if you've got positive influences by someone please keep going there's some people I find really interesting there's some people uh who I definitely take influence from and there's some I take a little bit and disagree with some and then there's some I just like roll my eyes at as I sure as I'm sure you all do maybe you roll your eyes at me but the lack of ambition thing gets to me a lot. And around this time of year, there's a couple of things I like to reread. Um, and I'm going to share those with you because I think they will be helpful. Because I feel like the, that lack of ambition is partly um, taking some of the strategizing and the probability ideas that are inherent in early chaos, um, chaos magic. Um, and as you know, I'm heavily chaos-leaning if you've listened to previous podcasts, but there's areas I diverge as well from some of the central narratives. Um, and I th- what was it? Uh, yeah, Le- Anton LaVey's got this whole... It's, it's a similar idea, the whole balance factor thing. And originally I was going to call this something like, well, maybe I will fuck the balance factor, um, which isn't to say that, you, you know, that probability and balance don't play a role but I feel like some of those things have gotten taken way too far and it's limiting people. But there's another way to approach this, which I'll, I'll talk about in a sec. Um, 
which I hope spurs you to do go on and do bigger, bolder, greater things than just enchanting to lose two kilos or you know earn ten dollars next week. Some whatever that you know, see someone with red shoes. Just that silly stuff. Um, my hope is that people do bigger things with their lives. I think that we all have that in us. Um, and I feel like magic is a way of maximizing potential. So take this as a positive prod, please. Um, Freddie UD uh, said something interesting in a recent podcast. Uh, I like a lot of his stuff. Um, his influence on chaos is quite obvious. He's got some, uh, I, I like a lot of his, his early books have been hugely helpful to me, but he defined magic as uh, doing the impossible or maybe it was attempting the impossible. And I was like, I really like that idea because it, in some ways it's a bit of a pushback on um, that whole probability, Peter Carroll's prob- and those guys have had their issues. I won't get into that. I like them both. Um, but the... <sighs> like getting so caught up in the probability of something happening. Whereas I think he's got almost like, and I actually identify with this. I think he just put a name to it is sometimes it's just, did it work or did it not work? You know? So whether it's, there's a probability of it happening, um, is, uh, arbitrary, you know, did your intent manifest? He, he talks about some other things, but I like that. And I feel like that's also a go to maybe push forward. So around this time of year, I generally read a couple of things just to try and like sharpen where I'm at, where I want to go. And also just to bring me back to some things that initially inspired me and things that have helped me and um, that I, I know to work. So you've probably seen, if you're interested in magic stuff, and I imagine that's why you're listening to this podcast, you probably listened to a few of those, the latest, greatest uh, takes on sigil magic. Um, I've done one myself, which is not really so much a take, just more trying to unpack what guys like Austin Spare and Kenneth Grant were probably doing. Um, And I have actually got um, something else to say on that, which I'll I'll talk about, which is probably a deeper look at um, Kenneth Grant's interpretation of Spare. Um, And I I like to do, I want to do that largely because I I feel like some of the sigil magic stuff has been uh, diluted and taken into areas that may or may not work and it may feel magical, but there there is, like, like in, I like to bring things back to strength training you know, analogies, because, you know, that's my other, my other passion. And there are certain things that work and there are certain things that can work and there are certain things that are conditional, but there are certain principles that tend to work all the time. And often it's just about identifying those things, doubling down and then getting a much better result. It doesn't mean other things can't work. It just means there's sometimes better ways to do things. I digress. Um, but the two things that I generally like to read about this, uh, um, I, I won't read it all, but I'll read some of it. Like the first is um, an extract from uh, the Grey Book by, yeah, it's a Temple of Psychic Youth. This is Gen- Genesis uh, Peorage. Um, and the other one is some of um, Jack Parsons' interpretation of um, Thelema. And I actually feel that he does a better job of representing it than Crowley does, uh, which is, um, yeah, definitely 
another discussion, but I, I like what he has to say. Um, and you'll see there's quite a degree of crossover here. But my main <clears throat> intent with this is to inspire you or drive you to set larger, more ambitious goals for yourself. I'll read um, the one from uh, Genesis Briar Piorage. Is, is short. I'm just going to read it to you and then I'm going to tell you what I think about it. And then I'm going to just read a short extract from Jack Parsons and discuss that as well in terms of magic and useful practical sorcery. So from <coughs> the, the Grey Book, the, temp- the temple strives to end personal laziness and engender discipline to focus the will on one's true desires in the belief gathered from experience that this maximises and makes happen all those things that wants to happen in every area of life. Explore daily your deepest desires, fantasies and motives, gradually focusing on what you would like to happen in a perfect world, a perfect situation, taking away all restrictions and practical considerations, what you'd really want. Then decide to try it and do it. The mere visualisation of that true goal begins the process that makes it happen. Clean out the trappings and debris of compromises of what you've been told is reasonable for a person in your circumstances. Be clear in admitting your real desires. Discard all irrelevancies. Ask yourself who you want as friends, if you need or want to work, what you want to eat. Check and recheck everything deeper and deeper, more and more precisely to get closer to and ultimately integrate with your real self. Once you are focused on yourself internally, the external aspects of your life will fall into place. They have to. Skeptics will say they simply don't believe this psychic process works, but it does. It is the key to the temple. Um, there is so much truth in that. It, if you're familiar with Thelema and like the knowledge and conversation of the Holy Guardian Angel, you probably recognise this is basically the bottom-up version of that. So rather, and this resonates with me so much, um, I use this practice in my coaching in, in a different way and I have my own things and I'm not going to share because there are people out there doing it right now. It wouldn't be fair to them. Um, but getting clear on what you desire, for me, that's the, these are the murmurings of your soul. This is what the cosmos wants you to do. And there's a difference between transient whims and authentic inner desires. For me, in my practice, like all of that begins with like your physical body. I don't think there's any getting around that you've incarnated in this world. Like, and obviously there's broader interpretations of that in a sorceress perspective. Um, but we are located primarily in this world. And I'm confident that there is an aspect of us that wants to manifest in a particular way. Now, doing that, teaches you a lot about yourself but it's also the best and most accessible way that you can demonstrate that your magic actually works so that you're doing things and that it manifests in your world now you can say stuff about you know some of these silly things like you know trying to manifest seeing a a red Porsche or whatever it is like but like my thing is that magic is actually about identifying who you want to be and becoming it. Um, and that's a path. That's not always a final destination. It's a process. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong here. The horizon will keep 
disappearing as you get there and you'll want other things, but you have to get your foot on the path and you'll learn things both about yourself, um, magic, the spirits that you incarnated with because they respond to authenticity and they respond to your true desires. Um, And that might be the missing key in the magical stuff that you're doing right now is that you're actually not honouring those things because Michael Bertio talks about this as well. The spirits respond to authenticity um, and I've found that to be true. They won't... So get, getting clear on that brings you closer to that inner wizard in you that can actually make stuff happen. Um, and if stuff's not working for you right now, that may very well be why. So there are other mediating factors as well. And we know we all know about these things. They've talked about so much. They've like fallen into cliche, um, like limiting beliefs. There's a way through those. Um, and in my practice and the people I work with, like you overwhelm it with your vision and then your will, your discipline and your belief. And those things, you can try and identify them until the cows come home and all you'll end up doing is unpacking more and more limiting beliefs and getting obsessed with them. But the way is not, the way through them is with more, is overwhelm them with what you want to do. Um, now, that for me is a cornerstone of how I, I see things. There are others who will... I mean, there's some great people out there who will uh, help you get spirit contact and all that sort of stuff. But the thing that I'm about is tangible, physical results that actually work. Um, so I encourage you to um, take that on board. Jack Parsons, one-time protege, of um, who, who you may be aware of, you know, built rocket ships, all that shit. Um, I thought he, he's an actually really inspiring writer and he, I won't read it all to you, but he's um, interpreting, it was, a, it was a lecture, I think you can actually listen to the whole thing on YouTube, but it's uh, Living Thelema um, from Freedom is a Two-Edged Sword. And he obviously, he's trying to integrate it a little bit with politics as well, but then he has some things towards the end where he talks about um, how to implement your will and the will being. Um, no, will isn't want, as I think most people are familiar with ideas, but it's a creative will um, where it's cre- creative in the sense that it will always push you to be more. Uh, and, and this is his interpretation as well. This is mine and his. Like, um, and he has a whole bottoms up sort of approach to that as well as in getting clear on the thing that you want to become. Um, uh, let, let me just read it for let, I won't read it all. I'll, re- I'll read the extract that I find, like, uh, important. Uh, there is no known force that can turn an apple uh, to an alley cat. There is no known force that can turn a man from his will. This is the triumph of genius that surviving the centuries enlightens the world. This force burns in every man. There are those who are too cowardly, too weak to seek it or express it. There are those who are too full of pretense or gullibility of fear and greed to give it utterance. Their Mm -hmm. lot is bitterness, failure and frustration. Dust and ashes are their portion. There are those who are bewildered at odds with themselves, overwhelmed by adversity. They seek the light and if they persevere, they will find it within themselves. What are the obstacles to the attainment of the will? There are many, but there are many, 
but they may be grouped into certain primary divisions, and the name of every one of them is fear. So please take this on board. Number one, fear of incompetence. It would, I would like to, but I could never do it. This is the flimsiest, flimsiest of excuses, a narcissistic pat poisoning creation at its source. Confidence, enthusiasm, belief, egotism are the roots of creation. Believe in yourself. That is the first rule. Humility can come later. Build yourself to yourself. Be proud you are unique and marvellously made. There is no one else like you. Two, fear of the opinion of others. What would other people say? What people, uh, what people, what would they say? To hell with them. Every genius that lighted the world has outraged public opinion. Do you fear that pack of cards? Be yourself, be true to yourself, be honest, enjoy yourself, go your own way, the way of the stars. Three, fear of hurting others. What would mother want me to do, wouldn't want me to do? Are you yourself or another? Whose life do you live? To whom are you responsible? Who is your master? Shall we ban cigarettes because they make Mrs. Grundy cough? I actually think we should. Um, hang lumber dealers because Christ was crucified and rend Edison because Johnny was electrocuted. Does it kill mother when you stay out until one? Is hubby so dreadfully hurt over that flirtation and wifey in tears about the blonde? This is a subtle device of the slave master. Express yourself, live your own life, follow your own star as the Bible has it. Forsake your father and mother. Let the dead bury the dead. Let the sick tend the sick, but follow yourself and no other Christ or God. You are sufficient. You need justify. You, uh, you are sufficient. You justify yourself. You are your own reason. There is no more needed. You should be polite about it. Yeah, so maybe take this on board. Uh, you may even be gentle. Wanton hurt is needless and gains nothing, but inner inflexible strength, terribly gentle in its own right of expression, can and must follow its own will, as surely as a star follows its own orbit, undeterred and undisturbed by the wailing of inhabitants of minor satellites. Four, fear of insecurity. I might lose my job. This is the most paltry and most despicable of the excuses. This slavish wine for daily bread... Anything you say, masters, I'll be good, just feed me. Have fortitude, be courageous, and the adventure of life is yours. Failure, can there, uh, failure. Can there be fa ultimate failure when manhood is sustained? Is not any failure in freedom better than any success in the slave pen? Yes, you might agree. At least, I assume that somebody might agree. But these things are difficult. Where do we start? And I feel this is the important part. We start naturally with the least of the little things, for on the other end of the fulcrum from that little thing is the universe and all your heart's desires. Dedicate yourself to your best and highest and begin. What is the person you most desire to be? I mean freely and honestly, not morally. Imitate that person and what begins as imitation will end as perfection. It is possible to cultivate habits of mind and of attention. The splendour of nature is all about us, immortal in loveliness, inexhaustible in wonder. The sky calls us in the high places, the wind and the rain greet us, trees and grasses speak to us, mountains and the great plains and green valleys. We have only to open our minds and hearts to the eternal forces and we are, and the eternal forces are one. Uh, I'll skip ahead a little bit because there's a, a practical thing I'll give to you here. In the beginning, any consistent action dedicated to the discovery of the will or its development suffices. The nature of an act is in no wise important so long as it serves as a lever to set the will in motion and so long as it is repeatedly performed. Almost any device is permissible if it helps. The use of a talisman, fetish or image symbolising the will. The use of a daily formula or ritual and the most 
and most especially the dedication of a certain period every day, rain, shine, or in sickness or in health, in enthusiasm or loathing, for the exclusive dedicatory act. Um, he goes on to say some other things about um, what you should be aiming at, but... Uh, working the world. There is a time... Uh, now, suppose the second step is reached. The will is beginning to flow. You know who you are, what you are. You have discovered your destiny. It is time for rejoicing, but not for relaxation. There is no reason in nature why you cannot write music beyond Beethoven, poetry beyond Shelley, or out-invent Edison, or out-theorize Einstein. There are beacons lighting the sky for you in your own time and in your own way you will one day illumine. The task is begun. Uh, he goes on a little bit. I'm, I'm trying to edit out that just so it's um, useful to you. Now, obviously, you know, he's writing in a particular time. Some of it's a bit dated. Um, and I think you can probably detect um, an undercurrent of them trying to approach sexual liberation because a lot of the early people attracted to that. That's what they were into. Um, some of that, maybe at least where I live and the people I associate with, not quite so big of a deal. But... Um, he does draw attention to a few things, which is getting to the core of who you want to be. And then he offers a couple of things about um, identifying people who are actually doing that um, and then modelling that as well. Um, that doesn't, in a practical sense, in a magical sense, that doesn't just have to be someone who's living. It can be. But there are, and if you work with me, you'll know that I work with several archetypes for men uh, the witch king being one, witch queen for others. There are others as well, but um, uh, there are two that I use as icons of both male and female uh, sexual attractiveness and virility, um, as uh, icons of enchantment. and uh, uh, These sort of things, they allow you actually to step into that role as well, someone who is actually capable of performing magic, um, which is such a big part of magic in general. Um, for those who actually get theirs to work, I'm sure you agree. Um, but he also talks about um, the creation of a talisman or a fetish object as a touchstone for that thing that you're trying to achieve. Um, this is... Um, in, those who work privately with me will know about this sort of stuff. Um, but you can take that and run with it. Um, he's offering very general advice. But this is kind of that... Thing. It has both the matter, like the more you use it and the more you bring your attention and focus to it, particularly if you've like done something to ritually energize it, the more that will empower you. But also psychologically speaking, it just reminds you of your mission um, and the thing that you're trying to try achieve. Like we, we all know about morning habits and those sort of things. These are things that these people, that um, Jack Parsons probably wouldn't have had access, access to. And so... You or at least weren't being talked about openly um, like they are now. But surely he would have been um, really into that sort of thing as well. Um, and then he also talks about the having to connect with, like, you know, the mountains and the high places. There's something about not being surrounded by screens and getting your messaging filtered through social media all the time and just like when connecting with like nature connects you with your nature as much as you can like one thing that I encourage people to do actually if you're struggling to lose um 
body fat or you've got some sort of circadian imbalance, this is something you should do is get your feet on soil first thing in the morning and get sunlight on your face. Um, because there, there's a hormonal materialistic reason why that works. But connecting with nature, you're an electromagnetic creature. There is no escaping this. Um, and as part of a, a health thing, doing that uh, re, not reorganizes is the wrong word, um, but it creates greater coherence in your system. Um, in, it, it does a heap of things, but it, like, it really helps uh, optimize mitochondrial health. Um, but yeah, walking in nature, like the amount of like, <laughs> you'll be surprised if you go for a walk somewhere in a garden or spend time where there's no um, artificial inputs, your authentic self will start to speak to you. Uh, and this is why meditation works, you know, why lots of things. This is why hard training and focused nutrition works is because you cut out the inputs, uh, cut down on the inputs, and your authentic self will start to speak. Um, and if you're prepared to listen, you'll get those intimations. Um this ended up being a bit more philosophical um, because this is kind of like my, where I feel like I'm diverging more and more from some of the popular speak that is happening in occult circles at the moment, which is a bit um, just not for me. Um, but if you have ambitious goals for yourself, um, my suggestion and uh, is if, if you find my content interesting is begin with your body. Um, and make that the way uh, you want it to be. If you want to work with me personally, um, I'll link that in the show notes as well. But this is my my go to you going into 2024 is set, be more ambitious. Um, be more ambitious about the sort of money you want to earn, the sort of body you want, the sort of relationships you want, where you want to live. Um, the other side of I think of a lot of magic is at the moment is like there's a lot of oh god you know a lot of that ionic sort of shift and you know representing particular gods in the world great but I don't think anyone my perspective is this like don't worry about any of that shit until your body's the way you want it you're earning the sort of money you want and you've got your your house in order you've got the relationships you want you live where you want to where you want. Once you've done that, then you can speak authentically. But until then, I just don't... That, all that other stuff's a distraction. Get ambitious about what you want. The rest of the stuff will fo- it'll figure itself out on the way. Um, yeah, if you want to work with me personally, I, I actually want to work with people who want to get clear on what their vision is. So if you don't have that already, um, I've got ways of like helping you get there. Um, and then I've got ways of supporting you so you make it a reality. Um, so if you want to work with me in 2024, um, more and more I, I do like to work with people um, over a slightly longer period of time, um, depending on what they've got going on. But I'll link in the show notes uh, a contact page if you like my content. Um, just uh, send me your email uh, and a contact and I'll get in contact with you and then maybe we can set up a, a consult where I can, we can talk about what you, what, what you really want for yourself and let's get clear on that. Um, okay, 
I'm wishing you the best of 2024. Uh, I hope, I wish abundance on you and health and wealth and, you know, magic and lots of love and joy in your life. Um, Go out and manifest those things and everything else will sort itself out. Cool. This is Chris. Until next time.